for the energy, higher than the industry. Is for the energy, Reed's got the best of me. Roll it up, light it up, smoke that shit. Pass it down all around, choke that shit. Still the TSC, and I like that shit. Higher than a kite, you can fly now quick. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Corbell Starks, aka Who That Nigga, and welcome to the world according to Starks podcast season three. I'd like to thank everybody who's listening. Last Friday night, more importantly, a new episode tonight, which is right now. And uh, before I get on with the uh, podcast, I just want to say, like, you know, it's the holidays. It's going to be a crazy moment for every person, every black person that I've known. Christmas shopping is going to be gangster and more importantly, murderous beyond your wildest dreams. And I think I'm already like, you know getting to the point where i don't need to do that much heavy christmas shopping but more importantly like whatever you get for your loved ones family members and everybody else just want to say happy holidays i'm not gonna say merry christmas because we're not there yet we got like about two maybe three weeks until then i'm gonna hit to the new year's eve spot you know when the ball drops i'm not gonna be home i'll probably be somewhere but not at home but enough about that let's get on to some news ladies and gentlemen And we're going to start off with this. Parents say New York City principal is rude and her boss agreed. Should we always say that our parents like our principal is rude and very like, you know, asshole like reflexing? We'll find out. Caroling of public school, middle school 20 and Norwood shocked the district's deputy superintendent with an ill mannered behavior. According to a March 2022 letter to Ling from the higher up, which was obtained by the Post, District Superintendent Fia Davis wrote that on a late February call with Ling. Her tone was rude, sharp and short, being interrupted and cut off several times. Her boss re reprimanded her for being inappropriate and unprofessional. Doesn't the complaints to the DOE and interviews parents and staff at the school painted Ling as a tyrant, screaming at students and harassed staffers to the point they cry daily, along with the kids. Now, if you are a uh, principal, any school, public school, high school, middle school, junior high school, I don't give a fuck. You don't be disrespectful like that. It's wrong. And more importantly, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because no one's going to respect you and more importantly, no one's going to hire you. Any school in their right mind of the Board of Education would think to themselves like this is the type of candidate that we need. But unfortunately, you don't need that kind of candidate if he or she is going to disrespect you with their attitude and their tone of voice. It really like shows you just how fucking disturbing it might be. But if you look at it this way, folks, and I just say this with, you know, kindness of my heart, which I don't have. Is that any principal who has done this shit millions of times should not be a principal at all. Because people who hate their job 24-7 should realize the one important thing. You don't need to be like disrespecting people. You're supposed to be a principal who has manners and respect. But since dear old Ling of all people, Kara Ling, does not have the respect for anybody, nobody should be respecting Kara Ling for her bullshit. And it's obvious for some strange reason 
that you need to realize that she doesn't need to be a principal at all. I mean, NYC principal is rude and her boss agreed. Her boss should have fired her ass and blackballed her from the educational world. Because if you're going to disrespect the kids, teachers, staff, and anything like that, you don't need to be working. You don't need to be working. You need to be executed outside with a 21-gun salute to the back of your fucking head. That's all I can tell you. Retired police officer from Atlantic City kills ex-girlfriend in murder-suicide. Oh, my God. Retired AC police officer kills girlfriend in murder-suicide, which is probably the worst topic in the world to say because, unfortunately, for some reason, if he had a reason to do it, he shouldn't have killed her and himself. William Beatty, former police officer, who was a former police officer for a decade, murdered his ex-girlfriend, Gwen Katier, inside her home during a welfare check. Beatty got inside the South Jersey home where he fatally shot the mother of two and then himself, prosecutor's office said in press of AC reported. Both were 47 years old. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. Like, no one gave a... He never gave a reason. No one gives a reason why they wanted to kill their girlfriend and themselves. Either they hated their life or they hated their job. That right there goes to show you that something really was happening out there. But for a guy who was a retired police officer from Atlantic City, New Jersey, who was retired over a decade and killing his girlfriend and himself, there had to be something wrong with that picture. Because seriously, it's like... They gave us no type of, you know, no type of explanation. And it was really sad. Now, more importantly, two of their, like, two of their kids, if they're still alive, they have to realize one important thing. They're parentless now. Before a guy who was a former police officer killing his own girlfriend and only having two kids, it's kind of sick and sad for some reasons. And I don't know what to tell you people, but more importantly, it's weird. Sick, twisted, but also weird. And I think that, you know, if you don't like your job and if you don't like your wife and if you don't like your kids, please do yourself a favor and try not to kill them and try not to kill yourself. Because frankly, suicide is not the answer. But apparently, for some reason, Mr. William Beatty, of all people, who's no longer here at the age of 47, who is a former police officer and his own life. And uh, I don't know. I mean, what can you do? What can anybody do? Suicide is a very strong thing. If you can't like live life, can't handle yourself as an adult and shit like that. But I got to say, straight up and down, it's sad. It really is. Lisa Hotstein, unable to buy diapers, food for kids after Lenny cuts her off. <clears throat> Lisa Hotstein filed a second argument motion for temporary support from her estranged husband. Lenny Hotstein, after he allegedly cut her off, her access to his American Express card. Documents filed for November 16th for the Real Housewives of Miami star claims she tried to buy diapers and food for the party's minor child, but the credit card was declined. Now, I never watched the Real Housewives of Miami or Atlantic City or Florida or you know, Georgia and stuff like that. But more importantly, it's really sad and ridiculous to see yourself killing the competition by cutting off the credit card of a woman that never bought kids um, food or diapers or anything like that or 
But now more importantly, you're going for your husband and asking him for money and he ain't going to give it up because all of a sudden you never took a time to find a job. And the Real Housewives of the United States of America has never in their own mind paid for shit. They don't have a bank account. All you all the network is doing is giving them money to look like a bunch of rubber face monsters out there. And some women that has like, you know, had boo jobs, but they think they're every man's dream. And when I mean every man's dream, I think like dreaming about titty fucking a crocodile for some reason. More importantly, I don't think like, you know, I don't think this is why I say this out loud, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm going to go left with this one. I think this is the reason why, like, the real housewives of all f- women of all people are getting rich, rich, rich. Meanwhile, the WNBA is getting more poor, poor, poor because they're not making the higher bucks. And frankly, I do blame the feminists on this one because, frankly, the feminist wants to watch reality shows and not support women's sports. And that's the saddest thing. And I this is why I don't fuck with the feminists because frankly they spend most of their times thinking to themselves i wonder what the wmba doing nah they're just struggling like always but usually when i say like a real housewife of miami woman of all people is trying to like buy food and diapers she's not even doing that she's just like spending 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 and maxing out her husband's card at the same time but hey that's just how i feel about it ladies and gentlemen Anyway, <clears throat> it's time for that segment. Everybody probably know if you watch movies, if I watch movies, this segment called Movies You and I Watched. And more importantly, if you know the movies, if you have any movies that you could just send me or like, you know, send me on my inbox, give me a title of a movie. More importantly, I'll find it on Google and then all of a sudden I'll write a report about it. But other than that, I got the movie for you. If you are an Al Pacino fan, which I know everybody is. This right here was one of my favorite movies when I was probably around, you know, in high school and I got to watch it for the first time and I've been watching it ever since. It's got Al Pacino. It's got Chris O'Donnell. And ladies and gentlemen, can I get a drum roll, please? Thank you. Scent of a Woman. Distributed by Universal Pictures, released December 23rd, 1992. The budget was 31 million with a box office of, of 134.1 million and directed by Martin Bress. Now, I watched this movie for the first time a long time ago, somewhere between 1995. And I looked at Al Pacino as one of the most greatest actors of all time for many reasons. Number one, He's cool, he's calm, he's calculated. If you don't know his movie background by bacteria, I will give that to you as soon as possible. We're going to get into this movie right here. A young man wants to go to Harvard, but gets framed up into a situation with another person by the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, if you don't know who Philip Seymour Hoffman is, then frankly, you need to go to Google or like look into his movies because frankly, he was a very good actor. But more importantly, I say this because, you know, this movie is about a young man trying to, like, you know, enjoy the holidays with his family. But he has a job to do taking care of a military veteran, Colonel Frank Slade. Slade, on the other hand, who is very catchy, very cocky, very conceited. But more importantly, he's blind. And more importantly, if you look at it closely and which I know. 
Al Pacino pulls off one of the greatest performances of all time as a blind man, but as a blind military veteran. And he's also a former colonel. Now, if that is something that you've never seen before, I don't know what to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, because he does a very good job. And there were certain, like, you know, scenes in the movie that, you know, made it possible. Like, for instance, when they take the car out to New York City, he wants to go to New York. He wants to enjoy himself. And I know a lot of people might think to themselves, hey, it makes perfect sense. And, you know, I'm just like I was so excited when I saw this movie. Like, there are a lot of action adventure movies, but... This one right here caught my eye and I cried for the first time in my life. No, I'm dead serious. I cried because it probably like took me a very long time to notice that Al Pacino was a good movie actor. Like if you watch Serpico, if you watch Carlito's Way, if you watch Heat, if you watch The Devil's Advocate and believe you me, I have watched A Devil's Advocate and that right there with Keanu Reeves, oof, crazy, 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 I'm gonna tell you right now, but um, in the moment that I watched Scent of a Woman, it was pretty much, you know, the one scene that made it possible, and it was when he made that speech, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that dynamic speech where he said, not a snitch, and he was going against the council, but unfortunately, for some reason, that didn't work out very well for them because, you know, damn well, in some cases, it's like it's not real like a real court or anything, but he was defending George. Well, actually, he was defending Charlie and Charlie had no choice. The council was going to expel him. And more importantly, it came to a abrupt end when he got up from out of his chair And all of a sudden, he was getting in the face, telling the three guys who dropped paint on the dean's car, fuck you, too. And that right there was pretty much crazy the way he said it, because he thought that he they thought they had friends, but they didn't. But the decision went down when they said, and I quote, that Charlie was never Charlie was garnished from all of his problems. George is not going to be rewarded. And those three who painted the car, they're on probation. Greatest moment ever. And more importantly, it pretty much was the best movie. If you never got a chance to see any of Al Pacino's movies, any Al Pacino's movies at all, you need to get off your high horse. Because frankly, I know a lot of Al Pacino's movies front to back. He even made some cameos. The guy is 82 years old, born in Harlem, New York. April 25th, 1940. And it gets better. I mean, for some reason, he won the awards for Best Actor and Leading Role, AFI, Lifetime Achievement Awards. I mean, he's done it all. Won a Kennedy Center Award, the Golden Globe Award for Best Actor, BFTA Award for Best Actor in the Leading Role. You know, you name it, he's done it. But more importantly, the movies... The freaking movies that this guy has been on. Like, for instance, Scarface in 1983. We all know that's a classic. The Godfather, 1972. That's a classic. The Irishman in 2019 with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. That was a classic. Heat 
1995, House of Gucci of 2021, The Godfather Part 3. Now, I'm not going to say that that movie sucked because I saw it only one time and I promised God I wouldn't see it again. Then you had the uh, Donnie Brasco in 1997, along with The Devil's Advocate in 1997, Serpico in 1973, Dog Day Afternoon in 1975, Carlito's Way in 1993, any Given Sunday in 1999, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 2019, Ocean's 13 in 2007, Danny Collins in 2015, Cruisin' in 1980, Frankie and Johnny in 1991, Righteous Kill 2008, Insomnia 2002 with the late great Robin Williams, and Justice for All in 1979, A Sea of Love in 1989. Uh, Panic in Needle Park, 1971. Glengarry Glen Ross in 1992. The Insider of 1999. The Merchant of Venice in 2004. You Don't Know Jack in 2010. 88 Minutes in 07. The Recruit in 2003. He also made his he made an acting piece of uh, Dick Tracy in 1990. Two for the Money in 2005. The Stand Up Guys in 2012. Hangman in 2017. Oceans 11 in 2001, Simone in 2002, Bobby Deerfield 1977, Misconduct in 2016, Scarecrow in 1973, then you have The Humbling in 2014, Looking for Richard in 1996, then you have Manglehorn in 2014, City Hall of 1996, then you have Paterno. The story of Coach Paterno from Penn State, 2018. The son of no one in 2011. And last but not least, Phil Spector. This man played Phil Spector in 2013. And that is the movie collection from the one and only Al Pacino. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Corbell Starks, a.k.a. Who That Nigga. And this is the world of Starks, the podcast, Two. Season three, and I just want to thank everybody who has been um, <clears throat> listening on. I mean, a lot of people might think like, you know, this podcast sucks, but at least this is something I'm doing better than robbing you in the streets every now and then. But it's 9.39 p.m. It is Saturday the 3rd of 2022. I want to thank everybody. And other than that, I just want to say I'm out this piece. I hope you guys will have a good quest of Christmas shopping and a very good holiday because, frankly, I might have a very good holiday waiting to New Year's Eve when that ball dropped for 2023. We're still in 2022. Other than that, the world according to Stark signing out, and I want to say thank you. Peace.